0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Elevate Your Equity podcast, where investors with a special emphasis on couples begin, continue, and deepen their journey to financial freedom together using the powerful vehicle of real estate investing to do it. Today, we have an awesome podcast show for you. Uh, we have yours truly, Derek Clifford, and we're just going to be having a casual conversation and talking about what's been going on with us Um it's been a while since we've done a personal podcast show um, where we talk about where we are in our lives and what we're up to. So this is going to be a unique and special show because Derek just left his W2 job. And so we're going to be talking about the whole process, where he's at and what he's feeling how are you today?
1: yeah, we're doing good. We're doing good. Thank you. and this is a nice surprise. I actually didn't know that we we're going to be recording this podcast until about fifteen minutes ago, so I'm pretty excited to be here and also really, really happy to be able to share some of this news and also give some of our listeners you some takeaways and maybe some inspiration if you want to do the same.
0: Awesome. And you know maybe you can talk about when that decision was first sparked and then we can talk about like what were the conversations at home like and what was just the psychology behind the different stages of you working through this decision
1: yeah so this is a multifaceted question and you know for the listeners out there I hope that you can pull away something from the story because there's kind of a lot of different layers that feed into making this decision because it is a big decision you know when you leave your job that's a really big decision especially if you know for instance the other partner like in our case uh, doesn't have other w2 income or health benefits or things like that so it's something that has to be really planned through and thought out right so for me there was three levels of readiness that i had that kind of helped with all this the first one was mindset that was probably the biggest one the second one was knowledge like understanding you know that I have a skill set, and the third was network. And when I understood that all three of those pieces were in place, I had everything that I needed to be able to go. But I want to go a little bit deeper into each one of these aspects real quick, and then you know maybe we can talk a little bit more about you know any questions that you have, uh, and then we can talk about like what the future holds for us or anything else you want to talk.
0: Well, before about. we before we dive into three aspects, let's let's give our listeners just a kind of a catch up and update. On where we've been, where we are. Because like I said, it's been a while since we've done a podcast with just the two of us. Yeah. So the last time I think we we did this was in Yosemite. And we're about three months into our digital nomad journey. It's been amazing so far. So let's just kind of recap where we've been. So in May, we sold our house. Uh, We took off to San Diego. No, actually Palm Springs. And then we went to San Diego. And then we went to Dana Point, saw family in... Southern California and LA. Yeah, Yosemite. And then afterwards, it was Mammoth Lakes. And then after Mammoth Lakes, it was Tahoe. And after Tahoe, it was Reno. And so in Reno, Tahoe was just a playground for us. It was so amazing. And And then we
1: also had um, the awesome like the, an awesome experience by bringing Sophie's parents out. I love my in-laws dearly and having them come out to join us in such a great place, such as Tahoe uh, was really incredible. And they really had a, t- a great time. They actually spent like, maybe it was it 24 hours in the lake or something. <laughs> like if you, if you add up all of the time that they spent in the lake, it was really cool.
0: So, it yeah. was So yeah, it was so wonderful to see my mom and dad. They were just so happy. It was actually their first time truly being in the mountains we got them hiking sticks and we went hiking for the first time. It was just great to see their faces. They were like kids again. And that lake just draws you in. And it's so sad that we're wishing and hoping for the best for the wildfires down there in South Lake Tahoe. But I, I only have fond memories. You know, we, we took them kayaking and just, again, just had a wonderful time with my mom and dad. And, you know, after that, we went to Reno. And that's when the wildfires really started kicking into high gear. It was just smoke, it looked like fog. We were in, on the 16th floor of a high rise in Reno and we actually had to leave early because the smoke was affecting all of us so badly. But when we made that decision, we drove from Reno to uh, Salt Lake City, which was wonderful and beautiful. And um, after Salt Lake City, uh, Derek had a GoBundance conference in Park City, Utah would
1: Yeah. So that was really cool. So actually
0: yeah. it wasn't in park city. We, we spent time in park city with your mom and dad.
1: Right. That's right. Yeah. So park city, we, we had some, like we spent a lot of time there and then we had this crazy whirlwind trip where we got under contract on the 29 unit. And the only time in which the inspection window would allow us to go in and actually look at the property was in a time frame where we were in park city with my mom and dad. Uh, because the following week, we were going to be tied up in Steamboat Springs for a GoBundance event. So, you know, the Steamboat Springs in Park City is what, like seven hours apart or something like that. And so it would be very hard for me to break away. And I would I don't want to break away during a GoBundance conference to go fly out to Indy to walk a property. So uh, what we decided to do was we made it a family affair. And we brought my mom and dad who were visiting us in Park City while we were out there for about a week or two. And they came out with us to Indianapolis To walk an apartment building. And it was just an incredible experience, just because not only do we get to enjoy time with them, you know, in art festivals and Park City and everything, we also got to show them what we do as real estate investors. And we got to show them what it is that we look for um, and got my dad involved, and he uh, has he's very handy. And so um, he was really curious. And my mom loved the investment side, she likes to make money from her money. And <laughs> so it was really, really a cool experience for us to all kind of bond over. So that was Park City. And then we went to Steamboat Springs. And then in Steamboat Springs, I spent basically the entire week at this Go abundance conference meeting incredible people in Go Bundance who have just been. An inspiration to me, and I got to listen to people's stories, and I got to share mine, uh, and really just get to know a lot of these fantastic people face to face, and learn some great things. And meanwhile, Sophie had uh, exponential leaps and bounds when she was able to not be distracted by my presence.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, when you know, actually, what had happened was I think with all the traveling, being in Indianapolis for like eighteen hours, and being in you know <laughs> yeah. airplanes and airports. I got a really bad case of pharyngitis and I actually lost my voice. <laughs> And just kind of laid low and um, decided, you know, let, let I'm just going to focus on my business. And you know what they say, it's like when when something's your passion and you're, you know, you're, you just love it. It doesn't feel like work. Well, I was sick as a dog, and I still worked about you know 10 hours a day, and you know, and, and really excited to give you guys updates on on what's coming down the pipeline for me in terms of wellness and high performance and um, and supporting entrepreneurs in that realm. But you know, today's for for Derek. And, um, (laughs) and so after that conference, we drove out to, we're here now in Derek's hometown where he, um, grew up and where he went to high school and college in Colorado Springs, Colorado, just absolutely beautiful. If, if you have, have ever been here, you need, if you haven't been here, you need to come and check it out. And so, you know, I'll just kind of give kind of a backdrop. So when Derek's mom and dad were in park city, (laughs) uh, this was about weeks ago, um, Derek was his last day at his W-2 was going to be in Colorado Springs, which is going to be really, really cool. So we decided to throw him a party. We decided to throw him a freedom party, uh, do whatever you want party and make it a surprise. And so the last day of his job was kind of anticlimactic. We didn't make a big deal out of it. And he was probably wondering why we didn't, <laughs> but you know, the next day treated him to a really nice massage And when we came back home, you know, his parents surprised him with a huge, really special party. How did you feel?
1: Yeah, it was really cool. Like after the massage, like I had had some wine at the massage (laughs) place uh, after a massage. And so, you know, that a double comp, like a combination of having wine and a massage at the same time, that's going to relax you a little bit. So (laughs) when I walked into the door, I didn't understand what was happening until like about 15 seconds after I walked in and realized that it was all for me. It just didn't register that like, you know, I would be worthy or deserving of this type of celebration. And so uh, it was really, really cool to see that there were some folks, um, my family, friends that came out, And my mom and dad were there and Sophie was there and they bought me all these gifts. And, you know, we had an ice cream cake uh, that (laughs) that actually melted because my dad accidentally put it in the wrong freezer. And yeah, long story, but uh, it was a really, really flattering um, and very like, it was, it was really great to have that support from the people around me and just the, the willingness to say, this is for you and, you know, for all your hard work. And, and this is, this is, you know, it's the beginning of another journey. So there's more hard work ahead, but it was really cool to see that. Yeah.
0: So, being with this man for the past eleven years and um, and being married for six, I've seen kind of behind the scenes, and uh, I know all the hard work, all the self development, all the the deep reflection and exploration that he's put into this decision, and he's put into his life's work and everything he does with all of his relationships, and and I I know. You know I for me personally, to see this unfold has been such a blessing. Um, I'm so happy for you thank you because like I again, like I said, I know what's been going on um behind the scenes with with everything, and so do you wanna show do you wanna show our listeners the the oh yeah, the... yeah,
1: so um one of the gifts that we got, which is super cool, um is this mug and it has a special message on it, and it is this one. it is. Um, Sunday, the main activity is due. Monday is whatever. Tuesday is the, and Wednesday is F, and Thursday is I, and Friday is want, and Saturday is to do. So, um. Uh, basically, the entire schedule for the week is do whatever the FI want to do, and uh, it's really really cool. And then they they bought like a banner and stuff, and they put it up on the on the thing. So th- this was super cool. I was not expecting anything like this at all. Um. And so it was just a really great like kind of, um. You know, a moment in time for me to be able to stop and celebrate uh, the person that we've that both of us have become to allow this decision to even come into the fold and then to actually execute on it. So um, that's how I, how I view that. So thank you guys for doing all that. It was really cool.
0: Yeah. And um, it was just wonderful to, to see how you light up when, you know, come Monday morning, has it sunk in? Like what, what were you feeling um, the Monday after your last
1: day? (laughs) Well, you know, the funny thing is the Monday after, like I was totally packed with like podcast uh, stuff and um, social media calendars and things like that to get ready for helping our virtual professional get, you know, get our content out there. So um, I actually didn't even have time to sit back and reflect on it. So even to this day, it's been about a full week since my last day, I still am kind of in this mode where it feels like vacation. And so it still hasn't quite sunk in yet that I'll be in. Um, there was the moment where I shipped all of my, you know, my computer and laptop and keys and everything from my previous job as a project manager at a utilities company. I sent all those things away via flat mail <laughs> to to all the places they needed to go. And so that was kind of weird to do that to not see, you know, my computer equipment or any of my equipment anymore for my full time job, but it still hasn't sunk in because we've just been so busy, right? Uh, I'm sure that it it will in shades and we'll find out how that goes in the next week or two.
0: I'm just curious to, you know, again, uh, from the standpoint of being your wife, how do you want to structure? Like, what does your perfect day
1: look like? Mm, Yeah. So, you know, I took a stab at doing this in preparation for me leaving because I wanted to have like kind of a nice way to and and you you know that you and I have been trying to coordinate our schedules so that we can work within and on each other's businesses as well Um, so that's really important for us basically took a list this is something for you guys to take away if you want to Uh, but I basically made a list of all the things that I think I'm going to be doing you know when I have my full-time job not in the picture anymore so I listed everything out and then I categorized them by saying okay what type of time use is this is it focus time is it flex time? Is it consultation time? Uh, and then I basically took all of that and I put it into like little blocks throughout the day. And I figured, okay, well, how much, how much time is, what does my ideal day look like? How much do I want to spend doing all those activities today? And I landed on self-care being about three hours. And it was in the morning where I do my one thing first, which in this case right now is Hunter Thompson's uh, Raise Master's course, because that's what we're trying to do is raise capital. Uh, And then also do the miracle morning. So those two things are like the top of my agenda and the very first things that I do. Then after that, I have focus time from like nine to noon, wherever in whatever time zone we're in, that's going to be time for me to work on projects. That's going to be time for me to work on things to prep up for the virtual professional uh, and to like get everything coordinated so that we can achieve the goals, do all the underwriting and everything like that. Three hours every day. And then an hour for lunch for a break. And then after that is flex time from 1 to 5 p.m. in my local time. And in that time frame, that would be where I have consultations. So it's either you know I'm talking with someone or I'm speaking with investors or whatever. It's basically half the day for me to be able to do all that stuff. And then if there's no one to speak to or if I really want to focus on a project, I can block myself out and use that flex time as focus time as well so that's kind of how we structured the day. And then I, I hope to be able to end by five every single day. Um, that hasn't been happening these last couple of this, actually this week, because there's still some trickle over from when I was working a full-time job, people were scheduling appointments during the hours in the evening after my full-time job was there. But I think now that we're kind of mo- we're moving past that, uh, we'll be able to achieve a lot more control on our day.
0: Nice. And what, Emotions? Are you feeling like you said you, it hasn't completely set in yet, but um, on the happiness scale,
1: <laughs> ten yeah. being amazing. So I, I think you? I'm pretty sure, like you, you know the answer to this, but uh, because I've been increasingly happier each with each passing day, <laughs> um, and I think it's just because like we've been hitting lots of success. Like we've been getting, you know, we've been finding lots of deals in our in in, in Indianapolis with one broker that we've used for a couple of deals already. Uh, and then of course, we're always underwriting new ones and um, the possibilities and the networks and people that we're talking to, like, it's just, it's been great. Um, <clears throat> plus being able to spend time with my parents has been fantastic. And, um, you know, being here with Sophie and, and being able to travel anywhere we want to go and make plans and, and everything is just an exciting time. And I, I like that kind of thing. I like being able to kind of navigate some of these new living experiences. And so Um, I would say that my happiness has been on an upward trajectory for quite some time now.
0: (laughs) And that's, you know, and and that's the important thing, I think, to point out, you know, it's being hopping into an entrepreneurial role is not for the faint of heart, as you all may know, but I think that hopping into the entrepreneurial role can exponentially increase your happiness if it is the right role for you, right?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Yeah, and so okay, so um, go ahead and dive into the three components that um, you mentioned earlier, and you know, and give us a deep dive into. That. Yeah,
1: so if you are thinking about quitting your job, right? Like, there's a a lot has to go behind that, and for me, like, there's the mindset piece, the knowledge piece, and the network piece, right? So the first thing that's the most important is mindset, because that really drives everything else that you're looking to do, right? So if you're looking to leave the job, the mindset piece is like, what are your fears? What are you afraid of? Do you know what you're going to be doing after you leave your full-time job? Like, can you actually like pull the trigger? Can you actually do it? And then also in terms of mindset, what is your spouse's mindset like? is your spouse able to support you through all that? Like that's all pieces that kind of comes into that. And I highly recommend because mindset is so individualized, I can't really give you, you know, a set formula that will help you become ready on that one aspect of the three to be able to leave your job. But I would say that starting with performance coaches and getting yourself surrounded by other people who are looking to do the same thing that you are or already there, that's a great first step because then you'll draw inspiration from them, right? And then you'll start asking questions and your mindset will start to kind of catch up with them. And then you'll get to a point where your mindset will be so far ahead that you're like, I have to leave my full-time job. Like I am holding myself back. I'm holding back our potential in our future, if I don't do this. And that's kind of where we are right now. So that's mindset, that's number one. Number two is knowledge. This one you can control, absolutely. And I do recommend that you do that. If you leave a job and you have no skills to transfer into after your job is over, all I gotta say is that's (laughs) ill-advised. I wouldn't do that, I mean, you can, it just depends on your personality. Like if you're willing to work really hard and you have a long enough financial runway, it just depends on what your formula is. But I would say that you know, getting yourself squared up in knowledge and what you want to do and becoming an expert in that field will help make the transition easier because you'll know that you'll have something to work with when you leave, okay? Um, so whether that is um, you know, basket weaving or you like to make lemonade, I don't know what it is. whatever it is that you have, if you have that skill, like just make sure that you're the best at it and that you've honed your craft and you've tested it just a little bit while you're working your full-time job so that when you have something to go uh, into, you have a track record and you have something that you can tell people that you've done before. And so that's really, really important. And then the third thing is network. Um, So for network, like that's pretty self-explanatory, but surrounding yourself with people that can give you the support that you need in the case that you have a problem while you're out on your own, that's great. You can always go back to finding a job again, like that's always a thing that you can do. And that's also part of the mindset piece that we work through, but having a network of people that support you in what you're doing right, right now, they will, they will go to bat for you because they've helped you make the decision, right? They understand where you are and they know what you're going through. So they're going to do everything in their power to make sure that you're successful in your, in your journey. And so for me, that was the Go Abundance group meeting with the GoBundance group, talking with them, um, joining them back in February this year, um, a lot of people have been encouraging me to take this path, and a lot of them have already done it. And so being in that group helped gave me the extra confidence, the extra little boost. Even though my mindset and knowledge was already there, that network gave me the, the, um, the tools, the final tool that I needed to be able to make my decision. And then of course, you know, beyond those three things, there's the finances too. You got to make sure that you're ready financially. And so um, that's what we did too. We we sold our house and we used some of that cash as like a seed, as an insurance seed, so that in case anything happens with our income, because Sophie's business is picking up, you know, we're making money as well on the on the real estate front and our joint ventures and you know all the passive income that we're getting from our apartment buildings. That's helping, but it's not nearly replacing what I had at my full time job. So we have to have this 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 pad, the security pad. Um, available stuff so we can continue to invest and continue to um, add value in places and also have this sense of security. So that's a number that you're going to have to figure out yourself. But I highly recommend that if you can calculate about six months to 18 months, depending on you know whether you have kids or not, To be able to do that, Um, keep that in the bank so that you have it liquid and available for anything that you need in case, in case, um, you know, something doesn't go according to plan your business, you can give yourself a fair shot before you have to hang the hang the hat up and then go back to working the full time job so that's kind of where where we were with that. And again, this is all inside the context of leaving the full time job so that you can unlock or start to unlock the three degrees of freedom. First one being location freedom. Second one being time freedom, which is exactly where we are now. We have location and time freedom. And the third one is financial freedom. That's when you have the full ability to buy whatever you want or live a lifestyle that you're used to without having to worry about finances. So we're still working on that last piece and we're getting there, but the first two are really important for us to be able to step into that abundant life right now and live it right now. And so that's, that's kind of, my spiel on mm, all this awesome. today.
0: and you know with those three freedoms yesterday when we were talking with tate an amazing podcast yeah and i hope you guys all listen to it um but he mentioned inner freedom and i think you know that that freedom we might want to um steal and and add on to our mm-hmm. <laughs> add on to our three freedoms um but so there you have it so you have um msn right mindset skills and network So. Um, last question I want to ask, you know, again, seeing you behind the scenes by your side every single day, how important is it um, for you to trust yourself? Mm -hmm. Because I've seen that skill. It's a skill, right? It's a, Mm -hmm. it's a skill you develop. I've seen that grow and expand within you, but is it a thread that runs through those three things that you mentioned, or is it something that's completely on its own?
1: It is. I, I think that it's more attributed to the mindset piece for sure, because that, that's definitely like one major contributing factor. That's the foundation of everything else to make the decision. But, you know, our performance coaches, and this is why I highly recommend that you get some coaches in this realm. If you really want to be serious about this is that, um, they pointed out to me and so did Sophie many, many times, but anytime I would get in a jam, I would always find a way to land on my feet somehow. And so that ability to kind of reflect and say, yeah, you know what, you're right. Like, even though things are changing right now, um, and this is an unknown territory for me, I've been in unknown territory before. This is just another hurdle. And having the confidence to know that I've always landed on my feet before in previous times that has helped me as well. Um, Plus, you know, Um, having the support of Sophie and everyone else, like it just seems to be a no brainer that I'm actually holding myself back, staying in my full-time job and trading my time for money instead of building something myself. So, yeah, I would say to answer your question, that it's a common theme that underpins everything. And that's the key for me. I don't know what the key is going to be for you. For you, it might be unlocking fear or, you know, um, letting go of traumas in the past, Um, there there's a whole bunch of things that are holding us back and we are the ones that hold ourselves back because of fear or something aversion of something um, attachment to something and so if you can look at that whatever that is and first identify that's the hard work is identifying it once you find out what that is being the mental surgeon that you are to take your scalpel Mm -hmm. and surgically remove it and take care of it it will grow back there are times in which like the patterns come back and you want you have to fight them, but over time it gets easier and it becomes less and less a part of your world. And then eventually you become a new person.
0: Mm, amazing. Yeah. Well thank you so much. I'm so proud of you, everyone.
1: Thank you. Everyone
0: around you is and um you've done the hard work. And you know some people only talk about achieving the dream. But you know, he's put in the like I said, the reflection, the daily deep work and um you know and, and really the love for what he does. So, uh, there you have it, everyone. So, thank you so much for joining us on just kind of this, um, you know, conversation for with the two of us, and so. If you want to connect with us, we'd love to hear from you and engage with you. And of course, please like and subscribe wherever you're listening to this. And hopefully we get to meet with you, talk with you in person one day. Please continue to let us know how we're doing because we only want to give the utmost value to everyone out there. All right. So this is Sophie.
1: And then this is Derek.
0: And we are signing off.
1: Thanks, everyone. Have a great day.